Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Chad. And if you're listening to this podcast, you may be wondering, where can I get my hands on the rule book to this amazing game they're playing? Well, you're in luck because Legends, the superhero role-playing game, is now available for purchase on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, Chapters Indigo, select comic and game stores, and even off our website, www.matchplaygames.ca. So if you've ever dreamt of battling injustice, pick up a copy of Legends, the superhero role-playing game. The world can always use another superhero. Last time on Legends, a superhero story. They basically create a planning summit with the Global Defense Network and um, the Olympus Group. And the Vanguard is in the Global Defense Network. So the Global Defense Network, the Olympus Group, and you guys, as well as Noon and the Starborn. Noon's plan is to go overthrow the Queen, rescue his sister and the Revolutionary Force from the prison world first. If you all fight like these four, and he gestures at you, you four, he estimates that they'd need around 250 to 300 more people. You pare down a list to about 300 superheroes from all over the world. One thing to note is the Global Defense Network teams, including the Vanguard, have all decided to abstain. The voyage to the prison planet is where we're going first, and that will take about three months of our journey. And they've got five seats up at the front for the four of you at noon. I Riker my seat. We all Riker our seats. (laughs) One, two, three, and Riker our seats. There you go. Is everybody ready? Absolutely. Well, then let's go. And you see the Vanguard waving at everybody and a whole bunch more heroes on the roof of the mount as they wave you off. You see the clouds fade in and then the earth gets smaller and smaller and smaller as you guys go into the void. Are heroes going into space and Rikering seats? Could this be any cooler? All right. What's happening right now, Jack? Jack attack. I'm going to go. All right. Let's get it in. I'll make a very unpleasant noise to bring everybody back on track. It's it's recording. It's recording. Tell us. Okay. Let's go. (laughs) That's how we get the energy. See see the trick to get a sound like that is to stress your throat enough until you taste blood and then you're good. (laughs) And then you're good. All the voice actors in the room just cringed, but also went, "Yeah, he's not wrong." <laughs> That's uh, for the for when we did Crimson Crusader a lot for the start. I would legitimately be stressing my voice enough to, and now I'm used to it. But I would taste blood quite a lot, dude. That's terrible. Uh-oh, yeah, bruh. And it's you guys can all be blamed for it because you wanted more CC. CC was supposed to be a one-off character, one one time. Only. But he is now, now one of us. Just like and now Klinger he looks on back Mash. at me on the wall. <laughs> just like who? Klinger on Mash. He looks at me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, you know that? No. Yeah. The part of Klinger, um, it was written for one episode, huh. and he got such a big response. That must be the best. Unbelievable! It's oh, so yeah. cool. That's so cool. like the the guy from from Barry, the albino guy on on the Barry show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was what's his name, Soho Hank or something like that. I've yeah. never seen it, but I've only seen I've seen one clip with him in it. They said that his character was so popular that they it's just, a great show. They had to the write same, him in as like a with, permanent uh, character. Penelope Garcia from Criminal Minds. She she was supposed to just show up once and never again, and they were like, mm, "We like your chemistry with this other character. You can um, stay." 
the cigarette smoking man on X-Files. Bill ah. Davis. Same thing. Or William Davis. Um, also the guy who plays the dad in the middle on, what is it? What show was he on? He was on ER or some, some medical show. He's on Scrubs. He's, he's the janitor. janitor. He's, oh, he wasn't I supposed to be it. around that much. <laughs> also, really? with no. him, if you watch the first season, he's supposed to be a figment of JD's imagination. He only talks to JD in the first season. That's that is so true. I was really hoping that my role as creepy medieval fair goer on Legends of Tomorrow Ugh. would become a repeating character. Yeah. But no. Oh, I remember I, that. Yeah. Um, so gross. I kind of on the very opposite end of the spectrum. A while back, we rewatched the pilot episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah. And you and I did. Mm-hmm. And the, when they're introducing everybody in the bullpen, they're like Scully, Hitchcock, and Mary, this other lady. And they're like, oh, they're all lazy and they don't do anything. And there's three of them. And then by the next episode, Mary's like, whatever her name is, is uh-huh. dropped. She just doesn't yeah, show up just again. Because Scully and Hitchcock had the good chemistry and I guess yeah. she didn't. That's the, uh, that's the Chuck um, scenario. On Happy Days, Richie and Joni are the two Cunningham kids. But the first, maybe not even the first full season, there was an older brother named Chuck. Amazing. He never appears again. He never appeared again. They never talked about him again. He's just he's gone. Just, he's just a black gone. sheep of the family. Would like never talk about him. I heard that Big Bang Theory, the actual pilot, had it's a, a, it's different, a, different, yeah. a different penny. And you, they get introduced. I've seen, I've seen it. I've seen the pilot. Um, they get introduced to Penny because Leonard and Sheldon go to the sperm bank to make a deposit to get money. Yes. <laughs> and then right, I remember that episode. Back. And then yeah. it's like they don't actually need money because they're university professors and yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. So yeah. anyways. Um, anyways. No Superman. Space. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, which episode are we recording right now? <laughs> I'm gonna do the noise again. Please don't. No, Please I do. can't. <laughs> Later. Okay. All right. That hurt my ear. So it's been one week since you looked at <laughs> <laughs> Jiggity China, the Chinese chicken. You, you have a drumstick in the James chicken. Watching X Files with the lights on. We're not amazed on. I hope the smoking man's in this one. Like Harrison Ford, I'm getting frantic. Like seeing a one trick. X Men is guaranteed to satisfy. Like Curacao and McMahon. But if they did, they have a samurai. I think it's funny when you're mad. No, 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 no. That's when it gets really fast. Yeah. It's. Um, can't help but laugh. No, it's the golf clubs one that screws me up every <laughs> single time. Why did you, you look at me? At me? <laughs> that was right. so good. Please look at me I, again. I, I, I'm I love a good B and L, you know. So, what's the from? Jack loves a good bare naked lady. <laughs> This stuff is so, like a good B and L. So, so to, to, to clarify, I was trying to quote community and I feel like I completely misquoted and I apologize. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's good to know, Jack. I know, Superman. Right. What were you supposed? What were doing? Did you want to quote? So, from Community, Jeff <laughs> hates bare naked ladies, and they're like, "You don't like B and L? We love B and L. B and L's the best." And that's really what I was meaning. I got it. So you're in space. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's cold. Oh, my abs hurt. <laughs> I'd say it's been around two to three weeks now. There. How cold is it? <laughs> it's very cold. It's um, so cold. I think cold. the silver actually probably um, can radiate some heat, and so you're not chilly all the time. Um, let's ask, who did you all appoint to pilot the other scout ships? I imagine we left some um, Starborn on there, and they can just 
follow. Well, they're filled with other superheroes, right? So so each ship has 100 superheroes on it. So I would say probably one of the ships is the demigods in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then what's the other one? Was there another team that applied, like from another country? Or did we just have them do it a single elimination tournament to, to <laughs> fight knock to the out death. to see who uh, gets fight to fly to the it? Death. I'm trying to think. I'm sure they did that on their own. We can we can hand wave. There's another team. Like if because if it has to be more than one person, like I, it just works better the more people that can do it. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's another team on the other ship. So Perfect. the demigods got one. The curfew got one. Red back and biobug. Yeah, red back and biobug. Sure, red back and biobug are on the other one. Yeah, that's great. Can I just say that I think Kore feels very uncomfortable in space because no Earth, no Earth. Yeah. At all. Oh shit. We 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 brought you some dirt. <laughs> well, I have I have my seeds, but no Earth. Oh, that's gonna be interesting to see if you can interact with the Earth on a different planet. That's gonna be cool. If I'm giving Jack a thumbs up, like yes, right? Can I? <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> I think you all find really quickly it's strange because you don't have a sun for the days anymore. Oh, yeah. And you're all kind of on Earth time still, but also not really on Earth time. Time doesn't have we, exist. Have we adopted the 25-hour schedule? It's it, it's strange. You're, you're Some of you are acclimating better than others, and I feel... And correct me if I'm wrong here, a lot of United's time is probably, because he doesn't really sleep at all, is just kind of pacing around and exploring the ship and Mm -hmm. staying in the bridge. And you've noticed as well that the Starborn don't really sleep a lot either. Do you feel, Chad, that United maybe acclimated more to to being in space? Or is he like a a little like uneasy? Because I feel like him as a character would be like psyched and like, oh, oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in my I'm in my element kind I mean, of thing. I think he's not like he would have been way back when yeah. with, as Atomic, but I think he's, there's that, yeah, there's that, that sense of, oh my god, this is like Star Wars. <laughs> this, this is great. But there's also this the seriousness of it, too, that they're, they're going somewhere for a very serious thing. So I think he is psyched, but I think he's also taking the time to get to know the, yeah. the Starborn, and um, you know, and, and communicate with the other ships, and yeah, and just try to keep on keep on top of things. And I think it's one of these nights that you're on the bridge alone, and the starborn are quietly looking, working away, and you're just looking out over the expanse of nothingness, essentially. And you're suddenly taken back to about a month after waking up from your kind of mini coma after Malcolm Baker blew up Anchorville, or a good portion of Anchorville. And I think you've figured you've really earned some time off to digest and to kind of plan for the future. And I think Dusk Fox, Purple Blur, and Minerva and you are all in your childhood home in Vernon, BC. And I think you probably got there a few days ago um, you got there a few days ago and really you've just been relaxing and well, here, let me open to the table. What's, what has everybody been doing in that, in that time? Well, I think just so you guys know, so the, the home in Vernon, um, it's on the lake and there's a dock and a boat, um, a ski boat and, uh, uh, a big back deck with a fire pit and, and a bit of a backyard. Yeah. So let's, I actually want to do United last. So let's go 
one by one and kind of say what everybody's doing in the day. And we'll start with, um, at this time, you're still Dusk Fox. Yes. So what is Dusk Fox spending his days doing? Well, I think it's weird for Dusk Fox because Vernon is, it's not quite Oregon. So it's not quite like the same mm. landscape as where I grew up, but it's similar and it's not that far away. So I think I've mostly been trying to like take some time and rest. Um, I think the city life has this. It feels weird saying the city life, but like living in New Olympus and like how busy and fast paced it is has kind of messed with my head. And so I think there's been a lot of going on hikes and just and with PB as well, but just exploring the area and trying to calm down a little bit. And for the sake of these flashback scenes, um, when we don't have all the characters here, um, we'll be having people fill in. So Amanda and Emily are going to be playing uh, Purple Blur and Minerva. Yay! I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if I may, wearing purple today. Thank you so much for having me on the show as a guest. <laughs> um, if, if big I fan, may, big fan. Generally speaking, Purple Blur would do a lot of the same as is Dust Fox and I think Minerva probably doesn't really know what to do with herself a lot of the time. Yeah, I think that a lot of uh, with the 10 minutes that I've had to prepare, I I I think <laughs> that she, she kind of just I feel like she 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 wants to figure herself out a lot so she reads a lot and she researches about the the, the earth and human life. <laughs> I, I if I may, right? I I think her time would be split half and half between either ingesting as much knowledge about human life as possible and also practicing with the spear. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw it in her notes that she has the spear. I completely forgot. Yes. Uh, and Purple Blur, um, time not spent with uh, Dust Fox. Um, I think, has she ever been out of the, out of the city before? No, it was, no, she hasn't. Uh, yeah. So like, I've, I, I was thinking like, she probably gets along really well with Minerva just because then either of them have been out of the city. I think right? Minerva so. may have been kind of one of her first like friend friends. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I, I think also for our listeners who who don't know Vernon, Vernon, British Columbia is a beautiful, beautiful place. I mean, there's mm -hmm. tons of, there's the lakes there. There's tons of walking trails and there's it's a beautiful so, spa. There's a beautiful spa there. Yeah. There's absolutely. a, there's a mountain, there's a very good skiing mountain, not that far. Yep. yep. Uh, yeah. And last but not least, what is United doing? Um, I think after a, after a couple of days, he's spending most of his time in, um, in Atticus's den, uh, going through his, this is, it's his first time he's been able to be back in the house since, since United passed away. And I think, uh, you know, theoretically it's all his now. So I think he's, he's kind of taking stock and really like there's even more journals back at the, at the house. And so he's going through all of the, the old history. Cool. Um, so after a couple weeks of this, I'd say, I, I think that some of you may be getting a little antsy and going around the house, not really knowing what to do. Um, DF, can you give me a sense of context, please? Yeah. Sorry. Quick side note. Are you sure you want me rolling with Mercury stats right now? Because I brought my level eight sheet as well. No, it's fine to go with Mercury stats. Okay. Uh, Purple Blur is only level eight. What the fuck? Yeah. So I want level 10 stats. Jeez. Just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, senses, you say? Yes. At 20. Excellent. Um, one of these days where you're coming back from a hike, you hear this faint, like, beep, 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 
beep, beep. Is this like beep, beep. in the house or? When you're walking up, you can hear it and you think it's kind of emanating from the garage. Is a uh, PB with me or? Yep. Okay. I, I point that out and then head over to the garage. Um, in, I whip over faster than him. In the garage, <laughs> there is... This is going to become a theme, isn't it? Yes. Uh, an older pickup truck, and you hear this... Beep, 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 beep. Um, it, it, does it sound like it's coming from the pickup truck? Yes, it sounds like it's coming from the pickup truck. Can I get in it? It's unlocked. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you I, hear it, it's coming from the glove box. I open the glove box. Inside the glove box, there's this little... Um, Kind of looks like a little like handheld scanning device almost. And it's got a little data pad screen on it and little antenna. It looks it looks quite um quite retro. And on the little display screen says Diablo Lake ETA two hours. And it's beeping. Caitlin like shrugs. I have no idea where Diablo Lake is. Well, maybe we should ask the guy who lives here. Oh, you mean the guy who owns this truck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, and, no shit. <laughs> um, hold on, <laughs> let me Google it. Uh, and yeah, hey Gray, heard this beeping in your truck. Um, figured you'd want to oh. take a look at it. D- Diablo Lake. Can you give me an intelligence contest? Four senses. Too bad Tracy's not there to tell you to Google it. <laughs> I was about to say, what would Tracy do? <laughs> um, Diablo Lake. You remember from reading some of his journals a mention of a cabin in Diablo Lake. On the lakefront. Cool. Um, I don't know exactly where it is, but I the name is familiar. So I, I Google it. It's about a six hour drive away. It's in Washington State. Road trip? Sure, I've never been in one. I could absolutely use a change of scenery. I love your place here, but yeah. Let's go. <gasps> Do you drive the truck? Yes. Excellent. I am 100% riding in the, in the bed of the truck. For six hours? You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> Yeah, we're superheroes. Who gives a shit? <laughs> what an excellent example set. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like PB like spends some time running next to it and hopping in and out. Yeah, like, absolutely. Minerva sits with her seatbelt on in the front seat. Oh, yeah. I, uh, nice. open. I'll nice. be in the back seat, but every once in a while, I'll open that little sliding window that <laughs> lets Perfect. me go to the bed. Excellent. So, yeah, I think we'll just hand wave. Yeah, because six hour road trip. <laughs> we go there. We'll do six episodes. <laughs> we're gonna stop at all the places we stop when we take the trip so we'll cash creek we, uh, oh we're going converted to cash creek okay so for we went to washington yeah you're going to i have the map here you're going directly <laughs> south through osoyoos no I, i'm oh, aware I of how to get Osoyos. there but i'm just saying if he wants to go to cash creek that's a long ways out of, out of way you have to go to cash creek. those terrible hamburgers i Anyways. love osoyoos Osoyos. Uh, so kind of hand wave about six hours later takes a little longer to find it um but eventually you come across this little cabin in the lake number 11 um on the on the row and you you recognize it from one of the pictures from the journals but it's just like little tiny shack and united growing up never mentioned it okay i'm gonna uh, go up to the front door is everybody going yeah yeah i i mean i'm Giving him some space, but yeah. Um, it's locked. I look in like the window on the side. There is a lot of dust built up all around like the windowsill and it looks like it's something like nobody's been here for a really long time. I'm gonna check around for for a key. 
Like, is there a, is there a, a what do they call and them? The little safety frog or whatever you got sitting out front? That's got a... Top of the, top of the, uh, the, top door, of the door thing under the mat. Do you want to give me a senses contest? And if he doesn't find it, because we've done this before with the silver, I'm going to try to pick the lock. 27. Um, you kind of look around and under the mat you find, it looks like the, the silhouette of a key. It used to be there, <laughs> but it's not there anymore. Is there a chimney? Is there a back door? We're going to go DF next. Yeah, but it, it feels like, I'm assuming with the dust, it feels like there's nobody there. Oh, it's like completely yeah. abandoned. Yeah, so Fox? Uh, what do you want me to roll here? Uh, agility contest. 34. 33. 33, yeah. So you press your finger against the door and some of the silver slides into the keyhole and jiggles around a little bit. And it actually seems a lot more high security key than like a normal house would. Um, like it's instead of just like a, a regular like five pin mm-hmm. straight up and down, it's like a cylinder lock, and oh. it, it, like so a lot tougher. And it takes you a little bit, but eventually you get it open. Okay, I open the door and uh, let United walk in. I walk in. Thanks, man. Inside is it's pretty tiny, um, but it's it's pretty. It kind of seems like some sort of summer home. But again, never, never been mentioned, but there is those like dust jackets over all the furniture. You have a walkthrough. There's another little study and there's a bunch more journals from, and you see it, they're all by United as well in in, in the study Um, kitchen, but everything has like a very thick layer of dust over it. It doesn't seem like anybody's been in here for like years and years. But it definitely was his, like it's got his. For sure. Oh, there's like tons of journals and, and there's. Um, you want to give me a census contest actually? 32. 32. Um, so as you go around, you notice these like pictures on the wall and they look so like sixties and seventies of you see your grandfather united with a bunch of people that you have never seen before in your entire life, but they're like in bathing suits, going water scene. Like you ever see like the, the photos, like the photos that you've seen of like grandpa Jerry and like those kind of like older style film photos. Yeah. Uh, there's there's some scrapbooks around and it seems like united used to come here with this big group of people like you see some photos with your grandma as well and but it seems mostly like this um it's a group of sorry one second nine there's a group of nine of them um and they all look like really an incredible shape but all looks are like summer photos and from get-togethers and things like that are we all looking at things? Or are we just letting United do his own thing? I think it's mainly United kind of do like a pass through, but everybody else can be yeah, like looking I, at I, stuff. I, I, yeah. I, as soon as I realized, I think as soon as I realized that obviously this was my grandfather's, like you guys are welcome. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually want to step outside and explore a little bit more just because the uh, communicator said six hours. So I'm going to look like for signs that anybody else has been around the premises so oh. that that like data path thing said eta two hours and it took you six hours yeah, to get here. So, so we're so stupid we probably should have taken the jet <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i forgot all about it oh no but like i'm jack's like god damn it <laughs> but i'm but i'm looking for signs that people were there four hours ago kind of thing or yeah for sure uh what time is it jack pb is doing as well oh it's probably I would say you found that kind of in the morning, so it's late afternoon okay. now. Cool. Uh, is PB also looking around then? Yeah. Okay, I'll get a census contest from both PB and DF. God, what are any of these stats? <laughs> Not good. 38. 38? What did PB get? 23. 
So PB does like a quick lap of the lake and <laughs> um, doesn't find anything. You can mark experience as PB. Um, and then you said 38. Yes. Yeah. Um, 38, you're kind of walking around and you notice that like going around, going around um, on the back, you know, those um, cellar doors, like the big opening cellar oh, yeah, doors yeah. type thing. Um, there's one of those with like a big bolt and chain around it and it's all covered in cobwebs with this big like thick high-tech security padlock and then also you know in animation like 2d animation when you know when something's going to get destroyed it kind of looks a little out of place oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, like a, a really out of place looking rock in like the rocky foundation where these doors are it's kind of like when video games were first starting to introduce destructible environments and you knew exactly what you could destroy exactly yeah um you said a rock yeah so it's uh, like you know those foundations that's like cement with big stones in it Mm -hmm. it's it's that with the barn doors kind of to leading down to a cellar over top of it and one of the stones looks like really out of place um i'm going to move it so you kind of it, it has a false front and you kind of like uh, but I, I, before I do that, I'm going to wave down PB. Oh, so, so she, yeah, zoom, this comes back. So you kind of hold the false, and it turns out to be a false front. So you kind of hold it and, and pull, and there is a keypad behind it and a, like, handprint scan. Huh. Hey, Gray. That wasn't very well hidden. It really wasn't. Yeah. You might want to come out and take a look at this. All right, hang on. So you go around and... There's this keypad. It's on the it's on the top, so like you would only have to lean down just a little bit to touch it. But it's a keypad and a handprint scanner. I put my hand on it. It like vroom, vroom, and then it flashes red three times. And then can everybody give me a census contest, please? Um, thirty. Twenty-five. Twenty-nine. Mark experience. Mark experience. And I got a twenty-nine. Oh, you can mark experience then as well. So, um. United, um, it, you hear this kind of rumble and out of some trees in the clearing, like this was in the backyard. It wasn't great hidden, but it was covered in cobwebs and it, it was secluded. But in the backyard, these like four slots at the base of trees open up and these robots come out of them all saying like intruder alert, intruder alert. And they all start marching towards everybody. You get one action um, and then we're going to roll initiative. What is up, super friends? Thank you so much for listening to this week's issue of Legends, a superhero story. I want to let you know all about our sponsors and some other housekeeping stuff, so stay tuned. Let me tell you about Nerded Studios, an Etsy store built by a fan for fans. They sell nerdy earrings, necklaces, stickers, and so much more. All of her super jewelry pieces are handmade and hand-painted, and shipping in Canada is free. Nerded Studios also takes custom requests and are happy to accommodate mixing and matching sets to rep more than one fandom at a time. Go check out Nerded Studios on Etsy or social media at Nerded Studios. Hello, Legends. Looking to celebrate your fandom? Whatever you geek out about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. With themes such as Marvel, anime, gaming, and more, each crate is filled with hand-picked awesome geek and gamer products. From shirts, 
gear and gadgets. They have also included limited edition collectible items from brands you know and trust. Go to LootCrate.com today and use promo code THELEGENDSCAST for 15% off when you sign up. That's LootCrate.com for geeky goodness delivered right to your door. Hey there, fine listeners. I'm Ken Brown, Game Master for the Rolling in the Geek podcast. I'm joining you today with an invitation for a place at our table to join Trevor the Cleric and Harkos the Monk as they discover the beauty and dark secrets of Riven, the Shattered Continent. Roll a perception check, subscribe to our website at ritgeekpodcast.com, and give us a listen on Apple Podcasts or whatever your preferred listening platform is. Thanks, and keep your eyes peeled for dragons. Make sure you're following us on social media at The Legends Cast. And if you're looking for more information on the rulebook, head to at Match Play Games or our website, which is www.matchplaygames.ca. This coming weekend, uh, October 24th, we will be at the Vancouver Comic and Toy Expo at the PE. Uh, so if you're in Vancouver and you're vaccinated and you feel comfy with it, uh, come say hello. We'd love to see you and, and meet all of you. Um, if you can't, uh, that's all good too, but you should join our Discord server and come hang out with us there. Um, lots of cool friends in the Discord server. Um, uh, yeah, that link is in the show notes if you want to do that. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share, follow, and until next time, Stay vigilant. How many of them are there? Four. Got a 47 for initiative. Yikes. <laughs> uh, I get one action beforehand. One turn. One turn. Yeah, I'm just going to... Um, I'm going to blast them. Okay. Just so, like the closest one? Yep. 25. 25 hits. Uh, 12. 12. Okay, so you blast the closest one and it like kind of takes like a little chunk off the shoulder. Mm. Um, and then I'm going to, so I did the, the first one and I'm going to say, just back off. I, Atticus was my grandfather. Intruder alert. Damn. Intruder alert. <laughs> then I have a second attack. Yeah. So uh, same one. Same one. Yeah, 21. Yeah. Oh, that's better. 17. 17. Uh, so the second blast uh, it's like almost exactly the same spot and like really precise takes off its left arm and like boom thunks to the ground um, and you see it like kind of moving around a little bit before finally like the servos kind of die out but the robot's still coming oh yeah oh dear okay uh, everybody I'll need your initiative rolls please by the way um, resistances I'm taking here uh, power mm-hmm. uh, blunt, blunt kinetic and let's go with force fields Okay, just in case. Uh, for Minerva, I have a 16 initiative, and then for my mastery, I have plus six. Is it already, it's already added? Included. It's okay, already it's already included. included? Okay. Oh. 18, sorry, not 16. Actually, it actually might not already be included. I don't think it is, actually. It should be a plus 22, sorry. Okay. So how much is that total? 35. Okay, United. 33, and not 20. My initiative's only a plus 30, or is it, should it be a plus 40 with the new starting at 10? <laughs> no, no, it is plus 30 starting. No. 47. Is it? 
That's kind of lame that like Minerva, no offense, like to, to Minerva, but like the whole no, point I of have that A wrong. spear. No, have that wrong I have it wrong. It should be plus 40. Okay. Yep. Uh, so 57. 57. 23. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, her initiative bonus at 30 speed is plus 20. Why is that? Yeah, so it's plus 30. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a 47. Yeah, that's fine. Quite quite a lot still. You still get five that's turns. still a little ridiculous. <laughs> still get five turns, so. What's Minerva's speed? Movement speed is uh, 75. No, but what's her, what's her, her speed speed? Just speed speed. It is 18. Ah. Yeah, and then I gave her enhanced utility, so she has a plus six. Nice. She, like, she has the special bonus nice. from yeah. her mastery. Yeah. Nice. I also have a question. Just kidding. I'll wait until my turn to ask the question. Okay. Uh, PB's up first. I'm gonna try to... How many? There's three of them now? Uh, no, there's still four. Oh. Just one's missing an arm now. Okay. Um, I will try to... Can I try to... Activation is a free action. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna try to run around one of them um, and do the blinding flash. Okay. So just maybe just the closest one that yeah. only has his arm? Okay. It's a 16 hit. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. One damage and they're blind. Yeah, so you see it kind of like fritz out and it kind of tries to do this thing where it follows you and you see it's like head keeps spinning around and around and around and then its eyes kind of like pop. Uh, PB again. Same thing. Five damage. You gotta roll to hit first. No! Ten. Ten still hits. Not very defensive. Five damage. Yes. I'll take the same one then. Uh, So you see like both eyes kind of pop and um, you're going to need to remind me what blinded does. I don't think they can take the attack action. I don't remember. Hold on. It's your game. Uh, Yeah. It's just um, there's so many status effects. So hold on. I just got to bring it up. No, just blinded. uh, From any interact actions. Okay. So it can still attack. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Minerva. Um, Daniel, you messed my dice. Oh, um, there's only one left. No, there's still <laughs> four, all four. All four, all four of them? All yeah. oh, they just, their eyes just exploded. Just the one eyes just exploded. The one, the that, one that, I that purple blur ran around. And can I, with my, um, 20 intelligence, can I figure out a way to disarm them all? Can I look at, can I take a look at the, uh, keypad and see if, um, um, I've seen it before, or yeah, give me an intelligence contest. That is a thirty-seven. So you can mark experience. Oh, it, it looks it, it looks pretty kind of retro to you, but again, like Minerva wouldn't really have experience with these types that of things. That is true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, so that was my. Can I can I say that that was my free interaction with the environment? Yep. Quick. Cool, so you still cool, got two cool, actions cool. left. Uh, I'm gonna run to the closest one and just. Lash it with my spear. Okay. So the closest one is still going to be the one that uh, PB just ran around. That was uh, 16. Yeah, that hits. 2d10. Oh, dear. That was uh, uh, 11. 11 damage. 11 damage. Yeah, so you run up and with the spear kind of slash straight across and decapitate it. And you see the whole robot like and it powers down and thumps to the ground. Uh, that was mine. Well, uh, there are still others, so go ahead. United. I, <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, grumble, grumble, grumble. Fly towards the uh, the one on the left, and I'm going to punch him. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Twelve damage. Okay. 
Um, so this, uh, you kind of dent the siding, but doesn't uh, do much damage overall. Okay. Um, Atticus Gray Sr. was my grandfather. Stand down. Intruder alert. <laughs> Eliminate intruders. That oh. escalated very quickly. Sorry. And so my, for my second attack, I'm going to punch him again. Yeah, 24. Yeah, 24 still hits. 16, 24. 24. Uh, so this one, you punch in, in the same spot and you kind of break through its armor and you um, rip out like a whole bunch of wires and it kind of, its leg goes dead. But it's still up. It's still moving around. Well, we're going to take you down one limb at a time. <laughs> uh, purple blur again. Run around the next one and try to make it dizzy and then bl- do the blinding light. I give her a thing. thumbs up. But like pan face. Just I miss. <laughs> oh, what did you get? A two. No, sorry. It's the plus two, but I got I rolled a six, so it's eight. Yes, that does not hit, unfortunately. So you, you, you start running around and you kind of create a little dust tornado and you've gone to kind of the back of the backyard where it's more gravelly and too much dust is kicked up. So when you do the blind flash, it just kind of gets caught up in the dust. Where'd it go? Uh, Minerva. Uh, again, just going to uh, run to the next one and stab the next one through the chest with okay. the uh, spear. Can I do a cool flip with it? It's like stab. Does it count if it's not? Yes. Okay. That was a 19 plus yeah, five. Hits. Cool. So we see Purple Blur run around and make a little mini tornado. And we see Minerva cut right through the tornado as she spins and it dissipates all the dust really quickly. And she comes right down. Six. Kind of glancing off of her shoulder, <laughs> um, but damaging it a little bit. And you see, like, the spear just effortlessly cuts through and and you're almost not used to how easily it's cutting through things, mm-hmm. which is why you you were aiming down at its shoulder and it kind of it doesn't glance off, but it just cuts straight through and the angle that you had it was angled out. So you just angled and cut straight through like mm-hmm. butter. Get your own robot. I'm helping you out. DF. Finally. What the fuck? Um I'm also going to jump in on this robot. I swear to God. And <laughs> Minerva are attacking. 18. 18 hits. Um, I'm capable. You're a delicate flower that needs protection. You do not want to fight the same one as me. Um, And then. Where are you? Wait, I still get hand to hand damage with. Do I not? Oh, you should be adding the hand to hand damage. I, I, I haven't. Wait, hold on. So it's 2d10. 2d10 plus 1d10. Plus 1d10 plus 3. Do you want me to add that or... Uh, add a roll of 1d10 really quick. That was a 4. Okay, so 10 total plus the 3 is 13. Yeah, so still kind of a glancing oh, blow Oh, no, off that the... was a 4 with the, th- with the 3. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. just a glancing blow off that. And DF. And now into this hole that Minerva has uh, opened up in the robot, I'm going to reach in with the silver and like kind of like scrape out the insides as much as I can. Uh, and is dealing 17. 17 damage. So you fill the silver in in the arm and wrench out and a bunch of black oil like spurts out all over you as um, you pull out all these internal wiring and servos and things and the arm like just goes dead and falls off as well. Is the robot still up? The robot's still up, yeah. United. On his own robot. <laughs> all right. So the, the limpy one... Um, how does, it, how does it look besides being all limpy? Um, 
like it's fritzing out a little bit. It's kind of like doing like with the limp. It's kind of doing like a little bit of like a Michael Jackson like thriller dance for it on their like doing their head. Okay. It's Halloween, everyone. One's out. I got this one. The other one's pretty severely damaged. On another one, and one's completely fine. I'm going to grab the one that I that I punched, grab him by the legs, and smash him into the completely fine one. Okay. So strength contest to grab him or just... Do a strength contest to grab, yeah. Grab 27. 29. Okay. Yeah, so you grab it by the legs um, and swing it around and now do an attack. And this attack will add a 2d10 damage. Uh, 14. 14. Is that with the additional 2d10? No, that's my damage. Or sorry, that's my attack. Oh, yeah. 14 I, hits, yeah. Okay, so and, then, right. and then do your strength plus a 2d10. Ooh. Uh, 31. 31. So you see United grab the robot by its legs and he spins around and swings and smashes it into um, the other robot. And the robot fumbles back a little bit. How much damage total? 31. 31. And it fumbles back a little bit and rights itself just enough to grab the robot's arms and at its waist does a complete 360, like plants its feet and basically essentially you hit it and it grabs a robot and spins around and hits you right back with it as it catches and spins around and that would be 27 damage altogether and this is going to happen on your next turn because you still have one action left so this is this is its turn basically it, it took a turn before i finished my action so basically i forgot that you had another action and i was kept the rolling going so he did catch it and this will happen but this will happen on your so something next. very interesting has just happened for the first time in this entire podcast i have to i have to admit i did not say my shield was up so I, don't, I do not have a shield up that's true I, yeah and i don't think i could fake it saying well we're going into combat so my shield will be up so i don't think my shield's up so 27 mm-hmm. Oof. especially by the fact that you had an extra turn before everything and you didn't put your shield no i know up. i know i know um okay i'm going to hmm? it also kind of makes sense with just where you are you wouldn't necessarily expect to get attacked well we're not in costume or anything either i'm wearing a pair of board shorts and a <laughs> t-shirt no shirt with the like over shirt um to do this kind of reactionary one and you, you'll get your action again i think it, it hits you knocks you off your feet and through the cellar doors oh okay can you give me a census contest really quick oh yeah i didn't think that we weren't in costume so that affects 25. what i'm 25 um you bash through the cellar doors and the first thing you notice as all the sunlight comes besides all the cobwebs is that Right beyond the cellar doors, everything is like a metal corridor, like steel metal corridor underneath the house. And also something else you notice, that 27 damage you took, you feel energized. Oh, okay. Okay. Like you still picked up a little bit, even without your shield on. Not a full amount, but you feel like you still picked up a little bit. Okay. And now your other action. Uh, Other action, I'm going to only have one left, right? Yeah. So I can't. Yeah, because you you moved over. Well, you, you're you're contest well, was, and hitting, right. so you have one action left. You can do technically do your attack action as a free action. Can I still see them? Yeah, because you only fell down like a couple of stairs. Okay, well, I'm gonna blast them then because I can't move and hit them again. So I'm gonna blast them. Okay. Blasting the already damaged one. The one that. The one that you swung. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen. Nineteen hits. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, eleven blasts and finishes it off. So that's the one that with the, the limpy leg? Yeah, the one that you'd like swung. Okay, yeah. but the one who 
caught him and swung him around and hit me. He's is, still up. Yes, but okay. he's looking pretty damaged overall. Okay, cool. It already took its turn, so then the next one. Um, what is Purple Blur's defense? Without the... Because you don't have the... Yep, uh, just 16. And that's a nat one, so disregard that. Thank you very much. Oh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> Ones are 20s. That's the only thing. Um, the other one that hit you back turns, and it turns at the waist again, and then the waist catches up, and it walks over, and it just sticks its arm out right into Purple Blur's, like, tornado, and it's going to do double damage, so... Seven, what the fuck? And one is eight. Uh, Eleven. Wow, that was terrible rolls for 40-10. It's 13 damage total, but it just oh. sticks its arm out <laughs> and clotheslines purple blur, essentially, and they ping! And it is uh, Purple Blur's turn. I'm going to grab that arm and just run around as many times as I can. While holding it? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I've now seen that the upper body moves independently of the lower body. Yeah. Oh, and, okay. Give me a speed contest. 37. Yeah, you beat me by a lot. Um, Good, because I only rolled a 7. We basically... It, it can do a 360, but then it's got to like go back. Yeah, no. So you kind of like go once around and then it like, and then it goes and you start basically unraveling it. And it, you hear just shredding inside before finally like pops in half with a little explosion. But you take it out. Nice. As well. Okay, so there's one left. I flip um, it off. And it's Minerva's turn. Uh, How far away is it? It's the one that you just slashed it's right in the middle okay uh two hand with the spear and just like big stab okay. down the middle 17 17 hits and now i know that it's three d10 so uh 14 16 17 uh, 14 15 16 17 18 19 20 plus so 23 plus, yeah yeah so you take it you take it out and you slice it almost completely in half as you <laughs> completely in half i have a question uh you know how in some games with mechanics if you do like a double-handed attack it's a different uh yeah. damage do you do you guys know okay yeah. we we split it up by big weapon little weapon essentially ah okay yeah and that's a big weapon <laughs> that that is a big weapon um and that takes us out of combat guys down here oh you got it open <laughs> and Nice. I couldn't do it. Oh my! He's Can't losing it. it. I'm losing wow. it. Wow! There you go. You're Thank welcome. you. Also, yeah, I didn't realize we wouldn't be necessarily wearing costumes no. and all of this, so I don't have my regular armor. Would um, Would Minerva have normal in quotations normal clothes or? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, shopping. When shopping. Okay. Yeah. Is it whatever On she can find? Dying, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, let's be like Abigail Rose would take her shopping. Oh, she, oh yeah, she would. Yeah, she would. <laughs> um, yeah. So you're all standing at the entrance to this. It's this kind of steel corridor that leads. Uh, looks like it leads pretty deep underground. I think. I think we check it out. Yeah, let's go. I'm head down the hall. Shields on. Right. And it is taking every single. F- fiber of willpower in purple blur's body to not race ahead not race ahead that's fair <laughs> and 
I feel like we're ending a lot of episodes like this lately. Once more into the darkness, you descend down. All right. Okay. Cool. But theoretically, this happened before the other descending into darkness because it's three years prior. That's true. This yeah. is actually, this is my Christopher this Nolan moment as I <laughs> do my <laughs> descendants. Oh, sorry, Daniel's playing footsies with me under the table. Oh, no. I swear to God. Oh, no. Um, do you want in on this? Oh, no, no, you, uh... no, no, no. Thank you for listening to Legends, a Superhero Story. If you like the show, tell your friends. And if you don't, tell your enemies. We can't lose either way. The easiest way to support the show is to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash the Legends Cast. Head to the legendscast.threadless.com to check out our heroic merch. Join our Discord to hang out with the cast. Just click the link in the show description. Last but not least, make sure to give us a follow on social media at the Legends Cast. Don't forget to review, follow, share, and subscribe. See you next week.